Support this podcast and keep us going. Go to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join up. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 979. Today we hear from Christopher, who asks... In episode 952, you talked about the difference between setting-based genres like a science fiction or fantasy and more formulaic genres such as a romance or mystery. Your discussion made me take a critical look at a couple of novels that I've been writing that had stalled out a few months ago. I decided to strip everything out until I reached the core element of the story. Once I removed the setting and other extraneous detail, even the plot I had planned out, I realized the reason they stalled. I thought I was writing epic science fiction and fantasy. It turns out, I'm writing romance novels within these settings. Interesting. The good news, obviously, is now I know what I need to do to get them moving again. I know what I need to research, and I know what plot beats I absolutely have to hit in order to fulfill expectations. The bad news is simply that I've wasted more than a year thinking I was writing one type of story when I was writing a completely different one. (laughs) Boy, I don't know what that's like at all. Which means the beats I thought I was targeting were completely different from the ones I actually needed. Is there a way for other beginning writers to drill into the true story they're telling faster so they don't lose as much time? I don't know. I think I want you to answer this because my thoughts are all a jumble. Um, I can answer this from an editor's perspective. That might give me something to get my Um, hands in, because this is a really good question. I want to do it justice. Um, one way would be to write a few chapters, and when you write a few chapters, give it to someone who reads multiple genres and say, what am I writing? Um, what, what is this? Or the same, write a few chapters, then read back from the beginning and look for what promises you're making. Yeah. Because those promises will direct your reader's expectations mm-hmm. towards one or another type of story. Right. And... This is something that I've gotten on a high horse about recently, but in terms of popular fiction right now, television and film especially, um, and probably novels, although I don't read nearly as many new novels as I'm able to watch new television and new film. But I feel like this is a widespread problem in people who are writing works for popular consumption is not knowing what genre they are telling, not knowing what kind of story they are telling, not knowing if it's a romance or a hero's journey or a tragedy, and starting out one way and going a completely different way when they've built up an audience that's expecting something. Right, and and the problem with this is not crossing genres. It's not even switching apparent genres in the middle of the story. It's failing to prepare your reader subconsciously for what to expect when the end comes. Mm -hmm. Um, My book, Down from Ten, was in some ways an exercise in me learning to do that. Mm. Because part of Down from Ten involves two genre switches. It starts off appearing to be one kind of story, then it appears to be another kind of story, and then it's revealed to be a third kind of story. But... On the second read, 
you'll notice that the preparation for what kind of story it is begins at page one. Yes. And that's how you pull that kind of thing off. So when you do this, when you stop and you go back and you look at what kind of promises you're making, if it doesn't conform to the direction you're going, you can either rewrite it into the direction you've promised, or you can go the direction you wanted to and go back and seed the hints earlier on. Yeah. Because you, there's no rule in the world that says that you have to write from page one to page the end. Right. You can pop back and forth in the book as often as you want in order to make things come out the way you want. This is how mystery writers do it. Quite frequently, and you know, Agatha Christie was open about this, quite frequently we'll write through to about the point just before when the detective has to figure out who done it, and then we'll say, okay, well, I don't know who done it. Um, I want that guy. And then we go back and we drop clues earlier. And, and e- even more to the point, I, I think she said that she looked at the potential suspects, decided who was the, mo- who least, was the least, least likely, likely yep. and then seated hints for that character. But very subtle ones. Just enough that she could get away with the reversal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you can do that as well. Gosh. Other than that, a lot of it's just going to be experience. I mean, I, um, the So in that case, I guess the other tip I'd give you is write faster. Okay. Um, you talk about spending a year on this book or two. I got the impression that was a year spent, not a year spent writing, but a year thinking about why the book wasn't working. Okay. Which is a different thing. That is a different thing. Okay, so um, still, writing faster will let you get more practice in, mm-hmm. and that can that can help you get past the log jams. But, um, yeah, as, as far as if you're dealing with a work that's already completed, I think the only, the only quick technique that I can think of is the one that you brought up, Kitty. It's read, read the first few chapters and see what promises are being made. Um, a couple of other things that can help generally, but not maybe for a particular book, read more widely so that you are familiar with, um, different genres. I, I think a lot of things that I see writers going wrong with is their, they're most familiar with one genre and so they try to do something that is different in that genre and cross over into another genre that they're not familiar with. So they don't know the rules to it. And and because of that, they can't manage expectations. Yeah. That's an interesting observation. <clears throat> so yeah, if you find yourself veering into a particular, a particular other genre quite frequently, it might be a good idea to read a few books in that genre to see how it's put together. And that mm-hmm. will allow you either to veer more deliberately or to figure out how to curb your veer. Mm-hmm. so that you don't quite cross the line. Yeah. Thank you very much for the question, Christopher, and welcome to the fold. Please send in more. We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.